0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Peanut Gallery. It is episode 10. Jared and I are recording this on a Wednesday night. Uh, It's about 7 p.m. Central Time right now. And this will be ready for you all tomorrow morning before the Browns and Cincy game, which is the first matchup we will cover. But Jared, how are you doing? How's life?
1: Life's good. Uh, My bets are going to be better this week. So hope your wallets are ready. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's get into week two.
0: Let's do it. So format wise, pretty much same as as last uh, last Wednesday, Thursday morning when you listen. We're going to cover all the games for week two here. Go in same order Thursday night, Sunday noon games, 3.30 games, Sunday night and then Monday night. And then we'll do a little fancy talk. And of course, last but not least, our betting betting situations with, of course, the Survivor League pick our locks of the week, and then a couple parlays. So, Jared, let's hop on right in the Thursday night game, which will be tomorrow night. We got a pair of 0-1 squads here, Cincinnati versus Cleveland. The spread right now is Cleveland is favored by six points. They are at home. Um, Jared, I want to get your initial thoughts. How do you think this game is going to go?
1: I got the Browns winning 20-13, to 13, and so they barely cover the minus six. I – don't know if I'm going to even watch this game. I'm, I'm wow. kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> I was it's like, the not, only game. I realize it's a bad matchup, but come on. It's football. Sports are back, baby. It's the only game on Thursday night, so we all have to watch it. Um, but it's just one of those games, when I look at the week two schedule, I'm not the most excited about Um I guess what will be interesting to see is can Joe Burrow kind of take what he he learned from last week and apply it to Thursday night's game in Cleveland. Personally, I think it's going to be a defensive game where a lot of the both uh, offenses um, for both teams are going to struggle. We saw a lot of the offenses struggling for those teams in week one, and there was a lot of, uh, you know, just – They weren't clicking yet. There was a lot of miscommunications. Both Cleveland and Cincinnati had this issue. Um, One, you have a brand-new quarterback with Joe Burrow for the Bengals. And two, for the Browns, you have a new offensive coordinator, new head coach, so a a complete turnover in the coaching staff. Uh, That's why I think this game will be all about the defense, and I think the Browns just edge them out by a touchdown. Who do you got?
0: I have the Browns as well. This, this game is make or break for Baker. If you lose to Cincinnati and go down 0 2, you can no longer, like, they've switched the coaches, they've switched the GM, like, they've switched everything else so far.
1: They're backtracking. But-
0: but the quarterback and and I re, like losing to Joe Burrow, who just walked into the NFL, you know a, a baby by the standards of of his age, and he 's obviously a rookie, you need to win this game you 're the better team, you have the better talent i don 't want to hear excuses. I do think Cleveland wins, they have to, mainly, I think they win number one, they went against the Ravens last week, which. Honestly, is going against like the Golden State Warriors after they got Kevin Durant. You're just not going to beat that team. The Ravens are so freaking good. The only team I think who's on that level with the Ravens is the Chiefs. So not really a great week one matchup for them to – They only
1: got one touchdown.
0: Yeah, they only got no one touchdown. But, I mean, the Ravens are great all around. They got up to a lead. Then that means the defense can just pin their ears back and rush the quarterback because Cleveland and the Browns are going to have to pass the ball a lot. Uh, it was Week One in the new offense, but to me, I, it's Cincinnati. They went two and 14, one and fifteen last year. Like you just, you should beat this team. I don't care. I do have this score. I think Cleveland turns around offensively this week. I have Cleveland winning thirty to fourteen. That's what I think happens, and so oh. they would cover the
1: spread. Easy cover.
0: Yep. So let's go into Sunday. Uh first well not really first game of the day. All these are at noon. The first one I have for us is Atlanta Falcons versus the Dallas Cowboys. Both are 0-1. Both played solid teams. Week one. Atlanta lost to Seattle, who um, I predicted to go be the number two seed this year and go thirteen and three. Dallas played the Rams, who, you know, two years ago went to the Super Bowl. Last year won nine games. They're well coached. So this is a big game for, for both teams. Um, I personally think Atlanta wins this game. I think they go in the Dallas. It's good. It, get ready, folks. Bet the over. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think Atlanta wins 35-32. to 32, So they would cover the five-point spread. Dallas is favored right now by five points. A couple of reasons I think they go in there and win – one, I didn't love Dallas's defense prior to game one. Um, Rams scored 20 points on them. But another couple factors, they lost their starting linebacker, Vander Esch, who is phenomenal. Really great linebacker. Probably one of the best five to ten linebackers in the league. He is out for six to eight weeks at least. He fractured his collarbone. Um, so that's, that's not great news. They didn't and then,
1: have him last year either. He, he was out due to injury.
0: True, but still, they expected him to be there this year and increase their defense and be a lot better. So I, I do think that that still matters for them. Number two, offensively, and I know he's not uh, – his name isn't CeeDee Lamb, um, Amari Cooper, Zeke, but Blake, Blake Jarwin suffered a knee injury, didn't return. He tore his ACL, so he's going to be out for, for the entire rest of the year. I know he's not one of their top three or four best players, but he still was the starting tight end uh, and had good rapport with, with, uh, with Dak. And then for the Atlanta side, right, I just love their offense. Even though they scored most of their points in garbage time against the Seahawks, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, just Matt Ryan, the whole crew, I think they're going to take advantage of Dallas' defense in, in that injury, especially a linebacker.
1: Jared, what do you think? So I disagree. I think Dallas is going to win that game 30 to 27. It will be high scoring. Um, but the the Cowboys, how I think they win this game is they drive down the field early and score early. I think they get a touchdown on that first drive, which kind of puts Atlanta on their um, heels right, right out of the gate. And you know, that's assuming they get the ball first and everything. But I, I just see Dallas going up early in this game and just holding that lead all the way through with a late comeback um, from the Falcons in the fourth. Now, you're right, Van Der Esch is out. It's, it sucks. He's gone for 68 weeks. He was – not only does he provide some of the best talent on that defense at uh, center linebacker, but he's also – kind of orchestrating that defense. And they missed him last year due to injury, and now they're going to miss him again for this first half of the season. Um, so that's it's definitely going to hurt the Cowboys. However, what I saw, I watched both games last week, and I was, not, I was not impressed with Atlanta's performance on the defensive side of the ball. And if Dallas is going to start clicking in week two, and, you know, CeeDee Lamb... Amari Cooper and Dak and Ezekiel Elliott can all start orchestrating that offense together and really become true teammates. I think they can really come out with a a close win here, but it's going to be huge because one of these teams is going to walk away as an 0-2 team. And the Falcons and the Cowboys are both teams that should not be 0-2. But it's going to happen I see where you're coming from, Dan. I think it's a close game, high-scoring Cowboys win.
0: All right. That's good news for uh, all your friends down there in, in Dallas and Cowboys Nation.
1: Hey, I didn't pick them last week. I had the Rams. It was yep. right there. We were both and right now. There. Yeah. So, we'll see
0: what happens. Yeah. Let's set uh, let's up Buffalo, Buffalo Bills next. They're playing the Miami Dolphins. It is in Miami. Miami's own one. They obviously lost to the Patriots. The Bills 1-0. They beat the the sad New York Jets. Uh, Buffalo's favored on the road by five and a half points. Jared, who do you like?
1: Buffalo. I got Buffalo winning that game 24-17. to I think the um, Dolphins are just – you know, even if we see Fitz Magic, I don't think we see him for the whole game. I think we see flashes of him maybe in the first or second quarter – and then a fizzle out towards the end. And then they're questioning if they're even starting the right quarterback again, probably mid-game. Whereas Buffalo seems to be all on the same page. I really like Josh Allen uh, as a quarterback. I think he's kind of got some skill sets that you don't see with every quarterback, and he's young with a lot of potential. And Stephon Diggs, I think, will be, you know, if you have him on fantasy, definitely start him. I think they're going to tear up that Dolphins' defense. So I could see Diggs having a big day with maybe a couple touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, Buffalo by seven.
0: All right. I, I have Buffalo as well. Not going to um, disagree with you here. A little closer, I I do think Miami covers. I have the final score, 24-20 Buffalo. Um, I just – I think it's 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 impossible for Fitzmagic, aka Fitzpatrick, to do worse than he did last week. He threw three interceptions. He was absolutely horrific. Uh, Buffalo. I mean, some could argue Buffalo's defense is just as good as New England's, Um, but I just think there's no way you can throw zero touchdowns and three interceptions back-to-back games. That's uh, you know you're talking like um, Nate Peterman. Level of quarterbacking, and there's a reason he, that guy's not in the league anymore. Jameis Winston. Well, but Jameis could at least throw touchdown passes. To yeah, be fair so to Jameis,
1: I, I agree. I, I and that's why I say, like you know, I could totally see if it's magic doing a two and two, two teams, right. least, two that's, interceptions.
0: I could 100. percent. I could easily see that happening. So yeah, I like uh, Buffalo. Zero
1: and three. Yeah, that'd be yeah. tough.
0: I got Buffalo winning here. Miami to cover. Now let's go to game three. We got Carolina, 0-1, lost a squeaker to the Vegas Raiders versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are also 0-1. Um, everyone, you know, watched that game Sunday afternoon. They lost to the Saints. Tampa is favored by nine points right now. I, I like Tampa, obviously. I do think they win. I hate that spread. I, I think this game will be high scoring for both. I think Tampa turns it around. Um, I have them scoring 35 and I have Carolina scoring 28. Wow. So high scoring, I think Tampa, the thing that worries me a little, uh, Chris Godwin right now is under concussion protocol. So TBD on if he is eligible to play on Sunday. So look out for that both from obviously a line moving standpoint, Um, you know, he'd move it like maybe a point at max, but then also fantasy wise, look out for that. And that's, that's just another thing that worries me is, you know, this offense is all new. We talked about it last week, you know, no OTAs, no preseason shortened. um,
1: Well, Mike uh, Evans is also not a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And we don't know what Mike Evans, you know, no one's Mike Evans has not come out and said that his hamstrings a hundred percent yet. So just that part of the chemistry thing worries me. I do think they turn it around, though, because Carolina's defense is just absolute trash if you give up 34 points to the Raiders. And then Carolina, I liked what I saw from them offensively. I know they were playing against the Raiders' defense, which isn't that vaunted either. But I liked what I saw at Teddy Bridgewater. McCaffrey was doing his thing, going to work. And so I think uh, they'll be able to put up points, but not enough to beat this Tampa Bay team who really needs to win this
1: game at home. Jared, what do you think? I think your bucks are going to get a win here. Um, I got Tampa Bay winning by nine, actually, so pushing with the Vegas spread, twenty-eight to seventeen. Uh, Carolina kept it close against the Raiders. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey had a great game, as everyone expected. But it's really hard for me to predict well, how this team's going to play out for the rest of the year. I uh, so I think. Whereas Tom Brady, I just don't see him losing two games in a row. And the last game he played, he had a lot of those, uh, I think, two interceptions, and they were both his fault. I know one was a little bit of miscommunication. One was but both. I'd put 50-50 on Mike Evans and Brady. But Brady's at fault point. there. He's yes. at fault there. Yep, He deserves half credit. And he knows that, and he owns up to it, and he's going to study. He's going to do his job and, and talk to his receivers and – and I just don't see him coming away with another uh loss back to back. So Tampa Bay, I think, is an easy bet. Minus nine. That's a lot of points. I agree. I my prediction's a push, but it's I agree. Too many points. Yep.
0: All right. Good for uh Tampa Bay Nation down there, or as some people are calling them Tampa Bay. Uh due to Tom Brady's first name. Super clever down there. Um, next game, (laughs) next game, we got the Denver Broncos, my boy, Drew Locke versus the Pittsburgh Steelers in, in Pittsburgh, Denver lost a real close game at home week one to the Titans. Um, I actually loved that game. Uh, offenses both could have done a little better. Poor Titans probably should have had nine more points in their kicker. Uh, looked like me or you out there. Pittsburgh looked, Oh, kind of meh. Not really firing on all cylinders first half against the Giants in their win, but second half really turned it on um, with Snell as, as the running back coming in for James Conner, who, who got injured, and TBD on his status there. And Pittsburgh right now is favored by six and a half points at home. Jared, who do you like here?
1: I like Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't think you gave them enough credit at the beginning of the season when you gave them a losing record.
0: Oh, no. I talked a
1: lot of smack and, and I don't – you know, I think this Pittsburgh team is going to possibly be eyeing the playoffs. So I got Steelers winning 24-18, to 18, uh, and Denver's going to be 0-2. Poor Drew Locke. Here, the, the big thing is we saw the Steelers' defense pretty much shut down Saquon Barkley last week. The guy had maybe one – I think it was a 25-yard run, which was really impressive, where he hurtled over a defender and, you know, everything fancy that he does. But that was it. The rest of the game was pretty quiet. I had him on one of my fantasy teams, and I was like, dude, just get this guy the ball and do something. <laughs> and he couldn't. Every time he tried to get, they tried to get the offense going uh, with the run game, it was like the D-line from Pittsburgh was already in the backfield tackling him while he got the ball. So Pittsburgh's D-line is something to look out for. And I think they're going to give Drew Lock a run for his money. I think they're going to pressure him quite a bit that game. I see them stopping Denver's run game. Melvin Gordon slash uh, Philip Lindsey are going to have, if Lindsay plays, are going to have their work cut out for them based on what I saw last week. So I can see the Steelers here winning by six. It Does not cover the spread, um, so twenty four eighteen. What do you got?
0: I have Denver winning. I'm I'm gonna zag while everyone else is zigging here. I I don't have any good reasoning at all. Going to be upfront and honest. This is this is a gut feel. This is a gut check on, on this prediction. It's it's much. If you want to compare it, it's much like your Washington pick last uh, week against against the Eagles.
1: Little bit, little bit. Yeah, I know I the mean, spread Eagles was the were, same. Well, I, I think this, actually
0: the Eagles were favored even more.
1: They should have been, but I think it was minus six and a half or minus six.
0: Actually, you're right, it was minus six. Yeah, so it was pretty similar spreads,
1: similar spreads, which I didn't agree with. I thought that you know,
0: I was shocked it wasn't close to double digits last week, but anyhow, I yeah, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I like Denver this year. So I need them to win 10 games. Start you call started, yourself a Chiefs started, fan. Started, well, I, <laughs> hey, I, I like the team to do well. I haven't predicted them to beat the Chiefs in either of the games they play. That's not happening, all right? I'm not getting carried away here. Um, it's all good. I, I <laughs> hope your MVP bet
1: plays out. I just, man, that's a lot <laughs> It's not of looking
0: out. good right now. Um, but, no, I think they could go in there. For the most part, I liked what I saw from Drew Locke and the wide receiver core, the new weapons he had. Jerry Judy looked good. He was making every cornerback look silly out there. Um, the running back game, they looked a lot crisper with uh, Melvin Gordon back there, in my opinion. I feel like he should get 80% of the carries based on what I saw. I know it was only one game. And then Pittsburgh, Big Ben looked solid, He, but he constantly always hangs on to the ball too long and gets hit too much. I mean, heck, there was one play last week where he got hit. I I thought he was about to leave the game. I thought he got injured again. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Like, poor Pittsburgh, bless your heart. That stuff just worries me. Um, And this Denver D, they got after Ryan Tannehill a lot. So I think Denver wins in a lower-scoring game, 21-17. to But I'll probably be wrong, so probably fade that. (laughs) <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's go to i think this next green bay yeah Detroit, next, yeah this next game will probably be quick detroit oh, god that's poor city man those poor fan bases fan base of the lions uh they're up 23 to six talked about it so much on our ep- last episode unanswered 21 points by the bears they lost detroit lost and then green bay aaron Rodgers, man he is in full fledge going for the mvp award in fuck you mode to everyone who talked smack
1: on him. We'll uh, see. He's got to bring week two. He's yeah, got to he do does. that week after week. Last year we saw that. We saw that version of Aaron Rodgers maybe three or four weeks in the season. So he, he's capable of putting up those numbers. Yep. It's just uh, can he be consistent this year?
0: Yeah. I've got Green Bay 28 to
1: 21. Okay. What about you? I got 31 to 27. I see this being close. Uh, Green Bay winning, um, but I see it being close in the end. Maybe a uh, garbage time touchdown by Detroit. Uh, a backdoor,
0: a backdoor cover.
1: Yeah, maybe they uh, they get get to that twenty seven number. They just don't have enough time to. to I I think it you off. could
0: honestly be right. That's why, FYI, like I said last week, sleeping declaration. I'm not betting any Detroit games because last week where I thought I had it well-endowed, everyone did, who bet on the Lions, and then out of nowhere, the 21 unanswered points. This is exactly what Jared just said is what I could see happening, and then that's how Green Bay doesn't cover. So I am avoiding betting that game, FYI.
1: I would too. I'm, de- I'm also staying away from it. And you can't count out Detroit because they're, they're like Atlanta and Dallas. They don't belong at 0-2. And I'm not saying they're going to win that game, but just I wouldn't think that Matt Stafford's not capable of bringing that game within six.
0: 100% agree. Um, I know we're going to differ on this next one. Next game up, we got the Los Angeles Rams, 1-0. They beat the Cowboys, who we talked about earlier, against the Philadelphia Eagles, who laid an egg, as we like to say, in week one against the Washington football team. They are 0-1. One of many. <laughs> okay. We will see my friend. I'm not jumping the ship quite yet. Uh Eagles are getting points at home. They are getting one and a half points right now. Cheer
1: Vegas knows what's up.
0: I'll, I'll let you, you know. go ahead. I'll let Vegas. you go ahead on this one since you hate the Eagles. Whatever
1: computer algorithms or you know, whatever nerds are sitting there in Vegas running these numbers, they know what's up. The Rams are gonna win this game. I got them winning twenty four to twenty one. Uh, Philadelphia, I mean, if you watch last week's game, they had their moments. It looked like they had the game under control early on, and then they just came out as a completely different team that second half. I really don't think it was the Washington football team that won that game. I think it was Philadelphia just beating themselves, a term that we like to use in sports where the team is just – they're, they're not re- reaching the potential that they have as a team. They're playing at the ba- – it's like if you go into work and you have your good days at work and your bad days, and then you have the days where you just shut – you know, are, are lazy and you don't get much done, that was everybody on the Eagles team second half. First half they came to work and they got that, you know, got everything done that they needed to. Second half they sh- – it was like they weren't even there. Well, so I it, mean,
0: I told you what happened. It was like the movie Space Jam, where aliens came down, stole their powers, and then it was a bunch of like high schoolers out there. You just don't believe me.
1: I guess I, <laughs> it could happen. So, yeah, I, I like the Rams in that one. Uh, what about you, Dan? I'm sure you got the Eagles.
0: You're damn right I got the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I ain't jumping ship. Carson Wentz has turned this, turned this ship around right where it belongs. Back to okay. one and one. Uh, I actually have the exact inverse score of you. Same, well, same score, but Philly winning. So I got I'll hold 24. my breath. I it, got twenty-four, twenty-one. Philly, they're gonna come home. You know, I know the Eagles fans aren't physically gonna be able to be there, but uh, they'll be there in spirit. Carson Wentz is not gonna turn the ball over three times. They're not gonna get sacked. He's not gonna get sacked eight times. Lane Johnson, the starting left tackle, is coming back. Also, their running back, their starting running back, Miles Sanders, he will be back. They're going to look a lot better. They're not going to make as many mistakes, and they're going to come out with the victory.
1: Carson Wentz is going to be like a turkey on Thanksgiving. And guess who's hunting? Oh, Aaron Lord. Donald.
0: Oh, God. I'm so tired of people saying how great Aaron Donald is. Sure, he's a great – he is the best defensive lineman in the league. But anyone who says he's the best player in the league, get out of my face. We can't even have – an intelligent conversation because i've never I'm said Mahomes, that I i'm, I'm said not that. saying you said that people people are out there jared and they're idiots okay i'm sorry if you put aaron doll number one out of my sight i don't want to talk to you but look fly goes fly baby let's go time to go one and one
1: all right so what right. about uh indianapolis and minnesota
0: <sighs> Poor indy man you, you they're get,
1: in Indy, right?
0: They're, yeah, they're in Indy. So Indy's playing Minnesota Vikings. Indy is in, in Indianapolis. They are favored. I don't know how they're favored. I don't, <laughs> maybe Vegas is just smarter than me. I mean, they are. Um, technically, those guys are a lot more intelligent than I am. That's why they set the lines and why they're constantly still in business. But Indy lost to Jacksonville by a touchdown. Like, I thought Jacksonville was going to go 1-15. There's no way that's happening now, unless that's the only game they're going to win all year.
1: (laughs) It could happen. (laughs) It's still a possibility.
0: And then we got Minnesota, who, you know, a little lackluster overall, the first half, um, first three quarters even, probably against the Packers. But at least they played the Packers, who went to the NFC title game last year. And as Aaron freaking Rodgers, I just don't understand how Indy's favored. Jared, I think Minnesota wins this 30-20. What are your okay. thoughts?
1: I got 31 to 28. Close game, but Minnesota coming out on top. And I I agree. I Who created the minus 3 line? It's Okay, so every once in a while you look at the lines for the week and you'll spot one that just looks really fishy. And when I say fishy, I mean like it's got to be in that that range of why is that team winning? Why are they favored? You know the favorite to win, and this is the Colts. I think every NFL knowledgeable person out there who watches games and just knows a decent amount about football would say that Minnesota should be favored in this game. So, it it really quite when I see a line like that, I stay away because it does make me nervous. It doesn't make sense to me how the line is what it is. I would say it should be like Minnesota minus one, minus one and a half. Right. Um, but when you have Indianapolis minus three, I think a lot of people are going to possibly lose money on that game because Indianapolis might actually pull through. Um, but I got Minnesota by three, 31, 28.
0: All right. Let's go to the New York football giants. They are playing in Chicago against the Chicago bears, Chicago bears somehow pulled out, pulled out a victory. They're 1-0. The Giants lost Monday night to the Steelers. Chicago is favored by six points. I not only think the Giants are covering, I think they are winning. I am, I'm not taking anything from that fourth quarter. I don't care that they scored 21 points and came back with the victory. That was a fluke. That was a solar eclipse happening. It ain't happening again, and Chicago <laughs> is losing. Like, they are so bad. Trubisky played one good quarter as if that just deleted the other 45 minutes of football that I saw from him. Absolutely not. The Giants are going to go in there. They're going to win 24-21, and Danny Dimes is going to throw for two touchdown passes. He's not going to turn the ball over. And then Barkley is going to rush for over 100 yards on this defense, and Mitch Trubisky is going to go back to being the piece of trash quarterback he is.
1: Jared, what do you think? I think that's what Vegas wants you to think. I think you're taking this – I disagree. Chicago's going to win this game. They're going to go 2-0. Uh, I can't believe it. I didn't think they would be at 2-0. But this is a sucker bet once again. This is a trap. It's not, this one's not fishy, though. This one at Chicago minus six at home is – this one does make sense to me. Because if you watched the Giants game last week – like I mentioned, Saquon Bark- Barkley couldn't get going. He might have a good game here, but the Chicago Bears have a great defense, one that pairs up to the Steelers. I think the Steelers might edge him just by, by a bit. But um, Chicago, don't count them out on their defense. Have a great and,
0: defense. They gave up 23 points to Matt Stafford, and it should have been 30 if Swift didn't drop the touchdown pass to win the game.
1: I'm talking about overall not just one week. Okay. If you look at their defense as a whole in 2019, it was a top five defense in the league. So I think, you know, they're going to edge out the giants here, 17 to 14. And I think if you, <laughs> if you would take giants money line, go for it, but oh, I'm not, I'm I, not that crazy. I think a lot of people are going to lose money betting on the giants uh, next week.
0: I mean, the line has moved when, when I first set this, um, and had it at six, which I was looking at these lines Tuesday. It is, I looked this morning, it's five now. So people have been slamming uh, the giants to, giants to cover. So, all right. Good.
1: I might take that other side once they go too far with it.
0: <laughs> I don't see it moving from five too much. i If it gets down to three, that means a lot of people, and, and specifically sharks, people with a lot of money, have zero faith in the Bears and think it was a fluke. No, oh, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm the shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're the shark. You're the big, great white. Okay. okay. My, 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 oh, America,
1: oh. our apologies. Our apologies. I'm going uh, to throw a solid Andrew Jackson on that game. Woo. Now we're we're cooking with oil, baby. Uh, That's a joke. I'm not not catching
0: that one. All right. Let's hit up uh, a shocking team that's 0-1 and then a not shocking team who's 0-1. We got the San Francisco 49ers, our own one, lost to your beloved Arizona Cardinals. They're going and flying to New York to play the other New York team, the Jets, who are 0-1. Not shocking. They're terrible. Um, 49ers are favored by seven points. I think this is a blowout. Yeah. I I don't think it's even close. You don't even I, have to talk about nope, it. No, I got it. thirty thirty-seven to seventeen. Thirty-seven to seventeen.
1: Yep, I got thirty-five to ten.
0: Love it. Love everything about it. So we we
1: agree a hundred percent here. Yep. Let's
0: let's move on. Sorry, <laughs> Jets fans. It's going to be a long season. You might be looking at zero and sixteen. That's, that's how a, bad that, it could be.
1: That's a bet you could take. Uh, minus yep. seven.
0: A hundred percent. One thing, do be careful, though, of, of that. Not that it would affect me from changing my bet, but George Kittle, um, just look out for his injury. I, I know he's questionable right now, but I'd be shocked if he didn't play. But just look yeah. out for it.
1: But that, that 49ers team is not going 0-2.
0: Heck, heck no. All right. Next, we got um, Jacksonville, 1-0. They are heading to Tennessee to play the Titans, who beat Denver. Uh, Titans are favored by nine points. I hate that line. I think Tennessee wins this game. Um, Obviously, overall, better coach, better talent, better quarterback, better running back, just all across the board. They're the better team, hence why they're favored by so many points. Um, At Jacksonville, great week one victory. Congratulations. Have some beers. Smoke some cigs with Minshew. Um, But uh, you're going to be losing, and the score is going to be 24 to seventeen, so
1: that's what I got. What about you, Jared? Oh, that's close. I got twenty-four, twenty-one, uh, Tennessee. So I agree, Jacksonville. Your fund's over. Yep. Go back to tanking. <laughs> All right,
0: let's set up the Sunday afternoon games. This is a very shocking. I mean, I obviously had both these teams at zero and one. We got the Washington football team one and zero versus playing. In Arizona, against the Arizona Cardinals, the Cardinals are favored by seven points. Jared, what do you think about this game? This is your team. You love Arizona. You love Kyle Murray. kill us up.
1: Hey, but last week, I didn't go with them, and I did go with Washington. So, let it be known that I will no longer be going against the Cardinals <laughs> in a game like, they, like uh, last week's with the 49ers. 33-17, to 17, Cardinals win. Washington is right there next to Jacksonville. You had your win. It was fun. Get it out of your system because now reality is going to hit you right in the face, and reality's name is Kyler Murray. Well said.
0: Short, simple, elegant. I, I, I will never predict this Washington team to win a game the rest of this year after what pain they caused me week one. Uh, no surprise here. I agree. Kyler Murray is going to dance on this entire Washington defense. That was a luck game. Eagles played horrible. I got it 30-7. to Dwayne Haskins is going to go back to the turnover machine he was prior to week one. I'm talking two picks, a fumble, and Arizona is just going to take advantage of that turnover battle and Kyler Murray is going to throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns, 150 of those, and a touchdown going to Hopkins. Lock it in. You're welcome.
1: So just one one little quick tidbit. I'm going to lay some knowledge on my analysis. Kyler Murray is a mobile quarterback, kind of like Russell Wilson, right? He can run. He can uh He rushed he for dodge. over 90 yards on the yeah, 49ers. He can, he can dodge, dip, duck, and dive in that pocket. Carson Wentz is kind of the opposite where he was a statue who held onto the ball for way too long. And when you draft someone like Chase Young on Washington's team, they were getting, especially in that second half, that defensive line was getting to Carson Wentz multiple times, causing fumbles and and putting that pressure on him. I think with Arizona, yes, they might get to um put some pressure on Murray, but I think Kyler's gonna take advantage of that situation and and do what you see Mahomes or Lamar Jackson do and Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, turn plays that you think is going to be a sack into a 15, 20-yard pass that ends up being a first down. So that's my take. Go Cardinals.
0: Let's go. I agree. All right. Game two of the afternoon, Baltimore versus Houston. Uh, Houston obviously lost to the Chiefs opening night. Baltimore smacked Cleveland around like the little children they were. Uh, Houston is obviously not favored. Um, they are getting seven points at home. I think this game is going to be closer than people believe. I, I think Houston, they're not going to win. I'm not going to go that crazy. But they're going to cover this spread. I have Baltimore winning 30 to 28. I don't know why because I didn't like what I saw from Houston in week one. There's nothing about that game I liked outside of the first try of the game for them that is proving that they're going to be able to score 28 points on Baltimore. I just – I think everyone's going to be pounding Baltimore. Houston's been hearing nothing but how bad they've been for over a week and a half. And I think they're going to come out guns blazing with a lot of motivation to prove people wrong that they're not that bad of a football team. Jared, what do you think?
1: I like it, honestly. Um, I got Baltimore winning 35-28. to 28. So the, it, it's a push in the Vegas book, but I agree. I don't think you count this Houston team completely out. I, Baltimore will win, but it's going to be closer than, than people think. Um, so I, I don't see a blowout like they had against the Browns last week. Uh, we'll see. Once again, I'm going to be paying attention to consistency. And the two guys I want to watch are Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And if they can – and Russell Wilson. Um, if they can keep repeating what they did in week one, I, that's where you're going to see the, the real MVP candidate rise. And I should throw Pat Mahomes in there, but I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Speaking of Patrick, should we Speaking, go to that, that next game? Yeah. That last 3.30 game, Kansas Both. City at L.A.?
0: Yep, both one and know Chargers are uh, they are getting a lot of points here. The Chiefs are favored by nine points. The game is in L.A., as if that freaking matters. Chargers fans weren't showing up beforehand anyway, um, pre-COVID life. Jared, who do you have winning this game? I think I know the answer. The more astute question is, are the Chiefs covering the spread?
1: Yes, 100%. Kansas City will win this game, thirty-eight to seventeen. I have no worries about them winning. I have no worries about them covering the spread. This Los Angeles Chargers team is going to be at the bottom of the AFC West. They are almost a disgrace to be in. Or the, I'm going a little too far with this, but
0: no, it's, keep going, go farther.
1: They're almost down to like college football level, if you know what <laughs> I mean. Like. From what I saw week one, uh, they, they scraped by against a team they should have obliterated. And they fit them right there next to Jacksonville and Washington, a team that you had your one win, and now you're going to get demolished. So I think they're going to wake up to reality that's not a rookie quarterback and a weak Bengals team instead they're going to come against they're going to be going up against the uh, Super Bowl champions who are going to you know do what they will with the Chargers so what do you think
0: I agree I'm not going to spend too much time here I have the Chiefs winning 35-14 the issue for the Chargers is they have Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback and they're not going to be able to keep up points wise that's going to be their problem uh, which is going to cause turnovers and pressure on Tyrod to make passes he can't make um, and then Honey Badger, a.k.a. Tyron Matthew, is going to be there to pick him off. And then that's where everything is going to go downhill. So let's head right into to Sunday night. I, this is probably the game I'm most excited for. Probably this and the Philly Rams game. Um, Sunday night, we got the New England Patriots with Cam Newton 1-0. and They beat the, the Dolphins. Clap, clap. They are playing in Seattle. Against the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored by four points. I don't even think it's close. I think Seattle wins this game 30 to 14. Um, wow. Seattle, Russell Wilson is so damn good. It's unbelievable. I, fantasy wise, Lamar's a little better, but in my opinion, Russell Wilson is the second best quarterback in the league, and he's been probably the number two quarterback in the league for the last three to five years and yet doesn't get respect. Um, I think they're going to absolutely get out ahead and that's where the problem's going to come for this New England team. What we saw them do against the Dolphins, sure, they could do against them because Fitzmagic threw three interceptions. Russell Wilson doesn't turn the ball over. They don't do that. Seattle's defense was flying around. Really, that game against the Falcons was 31-12 before Matt Ryan threw threw a couple uh, garbage-time touchdown passes. like New England is going to struggle, and if they don't get out ahead and control that clock, they're going to be in trouble, which is exactly what I think happens. Jared,
1: what are your thoughts? I got Seattle 24-17. to I think it's a little bit closer than what you mentioned. Um, New England's defense, I think you're counting out here. I don't see them letting Seattle score more than 30. So that's why I have them a little bit lower at 24. Um, But like you said, Russell Wilson is a huge factor, and limiting him to three touchdowns is, you know, that's going to be impressive if that Patriots defense can do that. What I also disagree with you on is you think that these quarterbacks are going to have just as good of games as they did in week one. And we see this in a lot of sports, like – golf for example where a good golfer doesn't play extremely well thursday friday saturday and sunday you you rarely see the guy who's leading thursday in golf in a golf tournament be the same guy who's leading saturday and sunday so in football I don't think Russell Wilson can repeat the stats that he put up in Week One, and bring that into Week Two and do just as good, if not better. I mean, in fantasy points, depending on your league scoring, he was up to like forty points in some leagues, and that's that's really good. That's top. He was definitely a top three scorer. It was between him and Rodgers. So, I would be shocked. If he puts up that same amount of stats that he pumped out in week one, that's where I see, I still agree they're going to win. I just see this one being a lot closer than you do. That's fair. I just
0: I'm just disrespecting New England because I hate them and I'm tired of them winning all the time. Um, <laughs> we can move on to the to the Monday Night game, final game. New Orleans, who's one and zero off their uh, Sunday afternoon win against the Buccaneers. They are going... I can't wait to see the stadium. It has looked sick in some Instagram videos I've seen. It Um, has. They are playing... New Orleans is playing in Vegas, first time ever, against the Vegas Raiders, who are also 1-0. They uh, squeaked out a win against Carolina. Vegas is getting six points at home. There won't be any fans there. Um, Actually, the only... Places that have fans obviously Kansas City had fans, and then I believe Dallas is having fans uh, at yep. game one about like what is it, Jared? like 20 25 percent of capacity right?
1: I think a little bit more than that. Oh, okay. Um, it might have changed since I've heard on the radio, but probably about three to four weeks ago, I heard closer to 40.
0: Oh wow, okay, so yeah I mean there's so yeah, there won't be any fans unfortunately, which, which is a real bummer. Um, I this is another one. I think Vegas wins. They've already announced Michael Thomas will not be playing for the Saints. Drew, Drew Brees is number one man. Um, I know he didn't have a good game against the Buccaneers, but that's still that means that the Raiders don't have to, A, worry about him, B, double team him, and instead they could focus on Kamara and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And that's less weapons for Drew Brees to throw to, who I thought did not look great. In week one, to be very honest, I thought him and Brady both honestly did not – I was not impressed by either quarterback. I thought they both looked old week one, which could change. Uh, I could be being a little too harsh on both of them. Uh, I think Vegas wins in a lower-scoring game, 24-21. And the reason I like it is for the things I just mentioned for the Saints there, wasn't a big fan of their offense. They're going to be limited without Michael Thomas. And for Vegas – they don't turn the ball over. Derek Carr does not throw interceptions. He, and they looked really good. I was shocked how good they looked. And I know Carolina's defense is probably going to be one of the you know, top 10 worst defenses in the league this year. But I wasn't really impressed by New Orleans either. Um, they had that pick six, sure. But the other one, that was just on miscommunication. So really, they should have only had one turnover there. Um, and that's why I think they win. I think they're just going to grind it out, hold time in possession. Josh Jacobs dominated Carolina. I think he has another great game. And I think they squeak, a, squeak it out home and go 2-0 and shock the world.
1: So you completely stole my take.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to pick the
1: two. Every, every, this was going to be my uh, surprise pick of the week. Last week it was Washington football team. This are right there. I, I agree. Las Vegas, um, pretty much you hit the nail on the, on the head. I, I can't think of anything else that you didn't say, except for one thing. The Raiders have always been this team that loves their black hole, their stadium, their um, you know, it. it's like a spirit that drives them and their fan base. And now that they have finished, this beautiful stadium in Las Vegas, I think they're going to come out swinging, guns blazing, whatever you want to call it, kicking out of the gates. They're going to hit the Saints in the jaw with the big punch right off the bat, and it's going to leave Drew Brees and Sean Payton jawstruck. So I think I, I agree, Dan. Las Vegas Raiders 27 to 24. All right. And let's go. We'll see. Let's we'll go see. Raider Nation. Um Awesome. Well, that's our
0: uh recap of 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 the week and our preview for what's going to happen. We'll see how our record is this time. Jared crushed me week 1. He went 11 and 5. I was 7 and 9, so hopefully I can uh I can make up some ground as I would say Jared, you took a lot more of the favorites this week and I I have a couple upsets where I might be able to make up some ground. Now let's get into fantasy a little bit. I'm going to touch on three players I think you should start based upon matchups. So let me go through those real quick. I think Matt Ryan versus Dallas is a no brainer uh, due to the key injuries I talked about earlier. Jared Goff, for example, um, with those players playing, he threw for 275 and a touchdown. And in my opinion, doesn't have the weapons. Both Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are way better than um, the wide receivers, Cooper Cup, um, for, the, for the Rams. So I think you start them there if you have them in your league and if you're deciding between two quarterbacks. Uh, running back I would start, uh, although I think the Raiders are going to win. With Michael Thomas being out, I think Alvin Kamara is going to see a lot more workload, both in the running game and especially as they flex him out into the wide receiver position. Drew Brees loves to throw the ball to him in the flats. So I think his workload greatly increases. The Raiders' defense was not that amazing week one. You saw McCaffrey do work. Um, McCaffrey had over 100 total yards and two touchdowns. I think Kamara could get close to, to those type, type of numbers against the Raiders. And then the last one, with the high-scoring affair that I talked about, how Matt Ryan's going to do well, I think this is CD Land's coming out party, which is going to make Cowboy Nation pretty happy. Um, the Seahawks torched Atlanta. And I think Dallas is going to be able to put up points. And I think CD lamb is going to be winning those matchups against the third and fourth best corners for the, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons who already their defense isn't, uh, you know, they're not lighting the world on fire. So Jared, those are my, my three players. I think if you got them, make sure you're starting them because their matchups are juicy.
1: Wow. So, I'm going to do a little bit here called sit him or start him. And CD Lamb was first on that list. So you're starting him. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I am starting that guy. Because we saw a little bit of flash from him in the first game, uh, and he got a couple looks. But one thing I was really upset with was it was fourth down and three. McCarthy decides to go for it. CD Lamb runs a route where he decides to be a yard short of the first down. And obviously right. on fourth down, you lose a set of downs. So – turn the ball over that was Dak's fault
0: um, well too though to, to uh, cd lamb's defense Dak threw that behind him if you throw that in front of him while he's running i bet cd could have got the first down but anywho
1: i digress well maybe run one yard past the first down line
0: also another good idea
1: <laughs> so <laughs> i think route running could be blamed a little bit all right yeah. so going back to start stardom melvin gordon
0: the Chargers are playing, or excuse me, he's not in Chargers anymore. He's playing the, Pittsburgh. The Denver Steelers Broncos
1: are playing the Steelers. Start him. And I, the reason that's a coin toss to me is we saw last week Pittsburgh denied Barkley, um, but and a reason you should start him is Philip Lindsay's not fully healthy, so could get more looks there. Benny Snell or James Connor. Snell. I,
0: based on what I saw, if I was Mike Tomlin, I'm obviously not. I'm sitting here on this podcast, not making millions of dollars. I would start Snell. The offense looked, it was
1: night and day, completely night and day when Snell was in the game. Okay. And I rounded it out. So, yeah, I think I agree with, uh, with Gordon. I, I say you start him. I'm sorry. Gordon, I would actually not start due to uh, Pitt's defense. Yeah. It's understandable. Um, Benny snell i would start over james connor so all right now it's time to uh
0: and this probably annoyed people last week but i don't care Jared, it's time to show me the body show me where's it at it's time all right we're starting it off survivor league pick i i'd be shocked if we differed but i want to hear who you picked for survivor league uh first and just quick recap in case you don't know you didn't listen to our previous episode um last Wednesday morning when we explained what Survivor League is Survivor League which has already started you're probably too late to get in a pool um basically it's a giant pool of like let's example 20 people for $20 each and what you do is every single week you just pick a team that you think is going to win the game and then the wrinkle here is once you use that team you can never use them again. So we both used the bills. If I if I remember correctly, we yeah. can never use the bills again. So Jared, go ahead, kick us off. I think
1: I know who you're gonna pick, but I I'm pretty sure I got someone different here. I'm going with the Cardinals. I'm gonna okay. burn burn one with the Arizona Cardinals um, because I really don't see Washington football team hanging in there with them, and I don't want to burn my 49ers pick just yet.
0: And that's the one I'm burning. i like the arizona pick uh obviously me and you both had them crushing washington so i get your logic there i i don't think and i know it's only one game but this 49ers team might be not as good as every you know we think they are and so i want to use it now against a team like the jets who are absolute trash bags and the 49ers are upset as hell so they're going to come out guns blazing so i got the 49ers
1: okay
0: what a What about the lock of the week? Lock of the week, Raiders, baby. I'm doing the Monday night game where I predict the Raiders to win. I think even if you don't like a money line, which that's not what I'm taking, take the points. They are not losing by a touchdown. You're getting six points against the Saints. The Raiders offense looked excellent. The Saints didn't impress me. Take the points. I think they cover easily.
1: So my – lock of the week lost last week and I need anyone who followed me on that one to make a comeback otherwise we're going to I'm going to be losing some followers so I got a teaser for my lock of the week Ooh. which is I do I'm doing a two team teaser and the way a teaser works is you pick two or more games um this one's two games and for the NFL you can select uh, six, six and a half, seven points difference. So that, for example, I'm picking the Chiefs, who are minus nine, to win on a teaser with the Arizona Cardinals, who are minus seven. What the teaser does is it's a six-point tease, and that moves the line for me. So now the Chiefs only have to win by three, and the Cardinals only have to win by one. And if uh, both uh, possibilities come you know, happen, which I think both teams will win those games, and the Chiefs are definitely winning by more than three, um, then it's a win. And $10 bet wins 8 bucks. $100 wins 83 So I'm playing it safe this okay. week. It's minus $120. Um, we will see how it goes.
0: I like it. I mean, essentially, like, I mean, obviously, the other team still has points, but those are basically both money line. And there's no way the Chiefs are going to lose to the Chargers, nor Arizona to Washington. So I like it.
1: Right, right. And if one of those loses, the whole bet loses. Correct.
0: FYI. Yep. Speaking of, uh, you know, bets more than one team, Jared. What's your uh, what's your parlays? What do you got going on over there?
1: So we got one parlay. It's five team this week. So I don't. Oh, you yeah, have, baby. I don't plan, don't plan on winning this one, but I got Kansas City money line, Buffalo Bills money line. Right. So that's minus 420 for the Kansas City, minus 250 for Buffalo. Green Bay money line, Packers minus 270. So Chiefs, okay. Bills, Packers, all, all money should, line. All should hit. That should all be a lock. And then we're going to get to the two risk Here we go. Carolina Panthers plus nine. Okay. And I then like. Jacksonville Jaguars plus nine. And they're playing the Titans. I, those are really, really high spreads. And yeah. so I like taking the points on those. Yeah. Um,
0: I feel like the one you might lose is probably the,
1: um, I don't know why, against I think Jacksonville, I that's the one I worry about. You think about Tennessee's going to by win by more than nine.
0: I, I don't, we both predicted they wouldn't, but I, I just like of those two bets, right. The other three are probably locks unless, you know, one of their quarterbacks dies. Uh, I just think between those two bets, I think Tennessee has a more, more is, is more likely to win and cover the spread than Tampa Bay, based on what I saw Week One.
1: Okay, fair enough. So what what's your what's your parlay? Like? I got I got two again.
0: My first one coincides with using my lock of the week, which um, also didn't hit last week because I bet the Eagles and they let me down. Immensely, Uh, (laughs) Raiders plus six, Seahawks money line beating the Patriots, Chiefs money line beating the Chargers, and then the Cardinals covering seven points. That a fifty dollar bet there wins you a two ninety seven. And then my second parlay is a five teamer. I got the Falcons plus four against the Cowboys, Vikings money line. Giants plus five, Ravens money line, and then the Dolphins plus six. Um, FYI, the Dolphins again are at home playing the Bills. Giants are on the road playing the Bears. And then FYI, Falcons are on the road playing the Cowboys. And then a $50 bet there
1: wins you $1,000. Wow. So I forgot to mention if you uh-huh. risk $10 on mine, you win 74 there you go,
0: that's that's not bad. Yeah, and you can everyone you know feel free to do the quick math. You can scale down uh, our fifty dollar bets if you know just want to sprinkle some ten dollars on on it. I think my four team parlay. I I honestly I like your five teamer, probably more so than I like my five teamer, but that's because I've I have three risky bets in there, as opposed to you just having two. uh uh-huh. But uh, we'll see. I, I got good vibes this week. Jared, I got great vibes
1: about our survivor league pick, about our locks, and our parlays. Let's do it. Let's let's increase that record, and before you know it, we'll be on ESPN.
0: Let's do it, baby. Alright, everyone. Thanks for stopping by, and we will see you after week two.